Welcome to Frank Bruno Law. I'm Frank Bruno. I'm an elder law. I'm a probate. I'm a guardianship attorney in New York. Today's topic, I want to speak about estate planning. And uh, something I was thinking about is that uh, sometimes we put a plan for a client into place and then they never use that plan or the plan um, doesn't go as uh, we thought it might. So for example, um, a person uh, leaves certain uh, specific bequests, the sum of $50,000 to this person and this property to that person, and even if it's their children or spouse or, or relatives. And then uh, when the appointed time arrives, the house has already been, had already been sold. So there's no house to give and money had been transferred to a trust or it had been spent. So the 50,000 is no longer there. So sometimes the plan as written uh, doesn't come to fruition because of uh, circumstances, life events, things have changed and, and the plan didn't keep pace. But I'd, I'd like to mention that's still okay because in the period of time that from when the plan was written and executed and put into place for the for that time period from then all the way until I don't know two years 10 years 25 years later um, the person had something in place that um, could have been effective until it no longer was. <laughs> I'd like to, sometimes I like to fracture sentences. What I mean by that is, um, in my example, I said that there was a, uh, a house that might have been sold. Well, from the point in time that the uh, will or the estate plan was, was prepared, what, what was executed, was completely uh, made valid and put into effect, if that house wasn't sold for many years, well, the entirety of that time, the plan was effective. It's only because people have free will and the ability, uh, they're not stuck with what the will says, right? They didn't have to save that 50,000 to go to the nephew or the niece. They were able to spend it down to zero, right? Which is the per, we, we, we would like a person to have full autonomy to change their plan and to live their life. So the plan that we put into place should be a flexible plan. It should not be a plan that we are stuck with. Rather, it should be a plan that um, works with our life, is flexible enough with our life and uh, is uh, more benefit then not. Had a consult today with a husband and wife and they have two young children. One of the children has special needs. So a child with special needs, uh, a child that hasn't been identified with any specific needs. And the issues were, how do we best plan for you know, our estate plan, thinking about what we can do for 
the benefit of our child and perhaps needing access to government programs. But today was only the initial consultation, so we did discuss. Um, and you have to keep things in perspective, right? So when we think about how we should best plan to, you know, take our assets, what we have, what we've worked for, and pass it on to the next generation, are we looking at how to uh, distribute assets with the least tax consequence? Is that a concern because of the amount of assets and the character and nature of those assets? Or, period, not or. <laughs> is that our main consideration or is our main consideration protecting and preserving assets so that we can access government programs. That's an individual choice, but that's some of the framework uh, that we look at each specific situation. Estate planning is fact-specific, needs-driven, and um, what are you looking for, and what is the best of several possible options? I can help you go through that process. Reach out to me. Well, I wanted to talk about the interplay between guardianship and estate planning. In my office, we handle both areas. And sometimes the office will be representing uh, family members simply because they didn't think in advance and get a power of attorney. And sometimes we need to take on task or a role for a person that has become incapacitated and before we can take any steps since there is no power of attorney we need to file and obtain the permission and authority of the court to be the guardian for the person that might involve uh, something to do with a hospital medical care it could have to do with filing a Medicaid application or taking steps that you need to take in estate planning to legally permissibly safeguard assets, right? That's why we have to do that. So in estate planning, if you could plan in advance, mostly, not all the time, but mostly you could avoid having to do a guardianship. Everybody needs an estate plan. So no matter what stage or age you're at, stage of life or age, your physical age, every person needs a plan. Now, we know that the unexpected can occur. The last 25 months have proven that a pandemic can come out of the blue. And I'm not even a doomsayer. We physically know we know in our gut that this happened, right? So I'm not, I'm not doomsaying anyone. I'm not even saying you need an elaborate plan, but you do need a plan. The people that have a plan can focus on spending time with their loved ones and the loved ones spending time with them and not being concerned about lack of a plan. And at a basic level, people need a power of attorney, a healthcare proxy, a living will, a last will and testament, and possibly a trust. 
probably a trust, depending on, you know, what assets you have and why you need it. A trust can avoid the probate process, and it's a private document. It also eliminates the cost of probate. That's a revocable living trust, the type where you can be your own trustee. It guards against incapacity. It sets up a plan. It gives you a distribution structure. How are you going to pass your asset on to the next generation and in what way? And if you need Medicaid asset protection, then you could use an irrevocable trust, meaning taking your assets legally, permissibly, and sheltering them, putting them out of reach of the government or creditors or predators. That's what we need. If you have any need for this, and you do, if you want to talk about it, if you just want a will, call me. Let's talk about why you should have a will, at the very least, or why you may need something more. And I'm not a, uh, you know, heavy sales. I'll give you the uh, pros and cons of all of the methods that I employ, and you make the decision. It's your life, your estate plan. It's what you want to do. It's your family. And I'm here to facilitate that. So if you'd like to speak about this, please give me a call. I'm going to riff a little bit. I was driving to a, uh, a backyard family party. Did I, did I fix my car? I was, I was driving to a, a backyard family party today. And as I was driving, I thought uh, of an idea for a video. And the idea was, I came up with the title and I, and I figured I, I, I'd work through some ideas. And the idea was, the, the title is, Estate Planning is a Gift for Your Family. And really I was thinking about peace of mind and the ability to know what uh, your parents or your deceased loved one wanted you to do or how that person wanted the family to you know, take care of things. <clears throat> and today, while I was at this family party, I was speaking to someone that shared with me a story that her father had passed away a, a number of years ago, and he was in the middle of a divorce from his second wife. So uh, in the story, her mother and father uh, were, separate, were divorced, and he was he had been in a long-term marriage with his second partner, and they were in the middle of a divorce, and then he passed away. And because he passed away and not having finalized the divorce and not having any will, the house, the, the home that had been jointly owned, and the bank accounts all went to her stepmother. And really what she shared with me is that the information that I share is valuable and really very important. And she said, since this time, this event in her life, she has always advised friends and family and, and in, in the sharing of that experience that you 
the person should have an estate plan. So really, it dovetailed with my own thought. I may further expand on the thoughts of estate planning as a gift for your family. Uh, but in fact, this story really drives it home. You need an estate plan at whatever stage of life you're at. And taking into account the circumstances that you have. If you need any assistance, reach out to me. I wanted to promote the website, Frank Bruno Law, and the content that's there. Seven steps of the probate process, how to pick a guardian, uh, information about um, real estate, uh, buying and selling your property if you're in, a, an, <laughs> in an estate. <laughs> um, wanted to promote the fact that weekly I do a newsletter. Uh, I have a subscription list and I send it out and it has a, uh, you know, a uh, couple of hundred words content, give a couple of quotes, uh, give a link to my social media accounts, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and uh, what else do I do? Give a couple of quotes, give some information, give a link to the webinar, and uh, that's about it. So we have plenty of content, frankbrunolaw.com. I have more than, uh, I think it's 150 blog posts. I have uh, transcripts of videos and um, a lot of videos. If you'd like to speak with me about these type of things, estate planning, avoiding guardianship, protecting your assets, right? Uh, and having peace of mind. If you'd like to uh, discuss that with me, please go to frankbrunolaw.com.